Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Depending on where you're watching us for, it might be afternoon, it might be morning. Um, I'm privileged to be sharing the platform with my brother and friend, Collins Nwosu. Um, is uh, a very wonderful gentleman and uh, is a brother from another mother. Uh, so tonight, I just want to welcome you, my brother, and uh, thank you for joining this session of Leadership Talk with Adegoke. Um, this is the 25th session of Leadership Talk with um, Adegoke. So it's, it's such an honor and a privilege to have you tonight uh, on, this, on, this, on this show. Uh, we're going to be talking about leadership and significance, leadership and significance. So I want you to just please uh, introduce yourself, sir. Who is Collins? Collins Ngosu, who are you, sir? Okay. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Okay, thanks for having me. I do not take this for granted. The thing is, depending on who's asking, I, I wear different hats, you know, so to my children, I have daddy, right? ATM in some cases. Huh? <laughs> and and uh, to some organizations, I'm, I'm the strategy consultant. So basically what I've, what I've done over the years is provide that direction. Wow, I think you're freezing. You might have to come back in again. Um, to different organizations and individuals. So, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. You. Yeah, you are good now. You're good. Yes. Yeah, I can see you. Can you can you see me? Can you hear? Me? Yeah, I can hear. You. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So this experience spans from pharmaceutical industries. Uh, I spent time in the finance industry. Have my stint with oil and gas, and basically in all of this, playing different roles, both at junior levels and at executive level. Okay, I think your network is uh, a bit funny. Um, I'll just it's wait for him to. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. T technology won't do us in. So, as I was saying, <laughs> I I've I've had the opportunity of working both at junior levels and senior levels. Okay, this is. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I think I'm I'm off. No, yeah, okay. Do you want to come back in again? All right, we'll just um, we'll just wait for colleagues to uh, you know, get back in. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about leadership and significance, and I have with me a brother and a friend, um, Collins Nwosu. Collins is um, Collins is 
Yes, Collins is based in the city of Abuja and he'll be speaking on leadership and significance. I, I just believe that, uh, you know, there's a difference between success and significance. Um, okay. Once we can get it right, uh, in that regard, a lot of people are successful, but they're not significant. And a life of significance is a life of impact, is a life of um, a life that generates uh, a lot of uh, energy, a life that uh, ensures that you live a life of legacy. So. Um, no doubt, no doubt that tonight is going to be quite uh, informative and interesting. And so uh, Collins is going to be speaking to uh, the topic significance. So yes, before you were uh, cut off by the internet, yes, I just want you to just uh, round up on introducing yourself. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, so basically all, all this to say one thing, I, 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 I love to introduce myself as a bridge builder, as okay. one who's able to help you straddle the gap between where you are and where you need to be. So it doesn't matter if you're an individual, it doesn't matter if you're an organization, uh, finding those bridges to significant gaps is what I've done over the years. And that's what led me to being, to introduce myself as you know a strategy expert. And that's what really is, finding gaps and building bridges to it, right? Excellent. Excellent. I mean, I, you're someone I admire so much. I mean, I met you on the John Maxwell team platform and uh, turned out that we become more or less like brothers. Um, anytime I'm, I'm in Abuja, you're always there to see me in the hotel. You know, um, you know, we drive around and, you know, we've even when you're in Lagos as well. So I salute you, I admire you as a brother. You're very authentic. Uh, you are someone that has a good, um, you know, track record. And you're showing up all over the place, you know, uh, you know. So, I just want you to speak um, on this area, you know, leadership, leadership mm -hmm. and significance. I know a lot of successful people uh, that are not really uh, living a life of significance. Um, but I want you to speak on. Um, but before you begin to speak on significance, I want you to speak. How did you get into leadership, Collins? How did you get into leadership? Um, Okay, I, I think not, 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 it goes back to, to family life. Um, growing up, I grew up in, in a business environment. I mean, my father was a trader, a successful one at that. <clears throat> and living in that environment required quite a lot of things. You have different, as it is, the Igbo mentorship system, if you're familiar with it, you go to the village, you bring people from your hometown or people who are interested in the trade you're doing. You you take them in. You house them. You feed them. Mm -hmm. uh, you teach them your business. So every day they go to the business with you and learn your trade. So they learn who, who you're selling to, your pricing strategy. They are hands-on where you buy from. Hands-on. So it's like you open yourself up to to, for lack of a better word, yourself, your, your trade secrets to everyone else. And those people are supposed to, technically, you're grooming your competition. I couldn't mm. understand it. Why should I bring people in who are going to compete with me in the future and mm. teach them everything they need to know? And even at the end of the day, give them seed capital. So you provide, you know, the, you pay for their store, pay for their first inventory so that they can go and compete with you. Did it make sense? 
So I grew up in that kind of environment. And what 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 I I guess you begin to learn leadership. You don't call it leadership at that time. You just call it responsibility. You're asked to be the cashier today. Tomorrow you're the procurement manager. Tomorrow you know your logistics manager. You, you know you have to travel. You're old enough to drive, and you can drive a truck. Daddy puts you in the car. You drive the truck down to Lagos or the to buy the goods. You're old enough to travel. You take the night bus, you know, and show up in morning at Headbridge, buy whatever needs to be bought, load it up, and come back. So it started with responsibility, and I didn't okay. even realize or call it leadership at the time. I just thought it was responsibility. But so today, or, or now, I can look back and say, yeah. That's where my leadership journey began. Wow, wow, amazing. I mean, like I know a lot of Igbo people, I mean, that have uh, raised up quite a number of successful businessmen using the, the, the approach that you just mentioned about giving them responsibility. And uh, yeah. uh, that's yeah. why businesses are run by Igbos, uh, they really try because um, they have, um, that's not necessarily in terms of, uh, intellectual in terms of schooling but they have their own you know approach that is so is so um is well tested and translates into you know uh, results very rapidly i mean you see the average evil man the way he thinks is is trying to create wealth it's trying to create opportunities it's trying to empower and so i celebrate you sir um so what's the difference between leadership and significance uh, there's a thin line. Okay. There's a thin line. So, so just as you mentioned, schooling. The evil man may not be schooled, but he's educated. The same thing. You may not. You may. You may. You may have that sense of responsibility, but you. You may not, at the same time, be carrying out to the extent that it impacts others. I think okay. that's the difference. So educate schooling, yes, we throw things at you. Education will bring out the skills that are within you that you're able to utilize. So right. leadership is just okay, fine. I'm in this position to help people navigate to a given purpose. But where significance comes in is that I want to leave a mark. So not just do the normal, not just do what I am tied to do, but okay. I want to leave a mark. Inside that, that very thin line of trying to leave a mark is now I want to bring out the best that is within my community, the best that is within the environment I'm working with, the people I'm working with, especially the people. That's where significance starts. Looking at a way to sustainably create something that Amazing. would live beyond you. So significance at the heart of significance is sustainability hmm. leadership very often is is just okay leaders and followers so let's 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 put it that way so a simple way to put it is that when leaders begin to create other leaders you've gotten to that point of significance when leaders are just creating good followers good managers you know good business people whatever that is for you uh, in your place you know a good um, a good country where people have good light, water, whatever. That's just leadership. Significance mm. is when you're creating other people to take responsibility, just like you are. That's wow. where significance starts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it's about creating other leaders. You know, uh, it's yeah. not about creating followers, because the average no. leader, the average leader, uh, is creating you know followers. You know, the the so um, 
you know, excited when they see a number of people, uh, you know, following them. But you are saying that significance is when you move from, uh, from, from just leading to also having uh, raising followers. Um, okay. Completely, yes. Okay, completely. Okay. All right, completely. So uh, for you, um, so I just want you also to speak to this. So how can one become a person of significance? Can you become a leader of significance? Not just a successful um, leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think becoming a successful leader is not about you. That mm -hmm. is the trick. So so there's the there's the me there's the me side of it, but it's not about you basically. So one is I'll, I'll say humility. Let me just take humility and use humility to bring this up. So humility, most people will think is you know I, I I'm not thinking you know about myself highly. And I think that's that's really not what humility is about. Humility is more of I am not thinking so much about myself. So thinking, not thinking of yourself as less, but thinking less about yourself. That's wow. humility, right? Wow. Now, okay. for you to operate at a level of significance, you're no longer thinking, how will I just make this thing work? Is now how will others key into what I'm trying to do and continue to make it work? So let's go back to the evil mentorship system. I told you I was confused for many years. <laughs> How, why should I bring people into my business and teach? Why should I teach my competition? Your trade secrets. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Why should I train my competition without yeah. reservations? You know, there, there was a time my dad wouldn't come to the office. So these boys are running it. We're running it with them. They know everything. We know everything. They know where to go. They know all the tricks in the book. So when they set up, they're already set up for success. And your customers, depending on the relationship with the customers, your customers will most likely shift to them. Some of your customers will shift to them. But you're doing this without fear, right? That's what, that's what significance is. When you go beyond yourself and say, hey, look, you know, first is awareness. I'm aware that I want to create something. Next is that my giving to others, empowering others, does not diminish me. Wow. Instead, it creates an ecosystem that continues to improve us. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you one example. I, let me give you just this example. If you have a candle, right, that is already lit, and you take another candle and you use the exist the, the one that is lit to light the other one, does, yeah. the, does the previously lit candle go off? <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't. It, it doesn't, right? So the room just becomes brighter. That's that's how significant people think. So significance starts with thinking of myself, humility, thinking of myself less, just thinking about myself less, not thinking less about myself. So it's not dimming my light. It's shining my light so bright that others can take from that light and run with it. So we make the room brighter. Just realize that um, I've not seen two birds have an accident in the air. Just realize that there's <laughs> enough space for us. <laughs> That's you a know? good one. So, so That's birds don't, don't collide in the hair. They don't. They don't collide. They just, you know, do their thing. But so you know, really, you, so that's you, you, you know, you're saying that it sounds very easy. You know, there's a lot of competition, particularly in leadership. You know, uh, the leader wants to be vocal. He wants to be seen. He wants to be audible. He wants to be visible. And uh, particularly when he gets to that level, when there's a lot of accolades, and all of a sudden you are telling him to share his leadership and uh, begin to 
allow others to also uh, get the recognition. Is it always easy to do that? No, it's not. It's not always easy, um, especially when you think of leadership from a perspective of getting ahead. So I'm a leader because I'm ahead. I'm not a leader because I'm making things happen. So when you say a leader has influence, and a leader is a person who influences things that happen, there's a, diff there's a mind shift. Wow. So someone who is thinking of leadership as I, I need to be ahead will see it as competition. Someone who is thinking of leadership as I need to make things happen will see it as collaboration. So you, you, all of a sudden, you're not looking at, I'll still use the, the mentorship system. So all of a sudden, I'm not looking at these guys as competition. I'm looking at them as a cluster. I'm not looking at them as, oh, they're going to go and fight. They'll become my alumni. So within our ecosystem, all of a sudden, instead of having one branch, I have another branch and another person. So I can talk to anybody. So now my guy is no longer in, in, in Abuja or Jaws or Kano or Onisha. I have people that I have raised that are all over the country. What Amazing. does that mean? That mm. means to me that I can tell anybody, oh, do you want stuff? No, we can, we can sort you out if you're in Kano. Mm. We can sort you out if you're in Enugu. We can, so all of a sudden, there's room to collaborate. I can refer you to those people and you get service. But guess what? I'm the one referring, mm. but you're within the ecosystem. So mm. it's thinking collaboration wow. and not competition. Wow. 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 Amazing, amazing. I think the network has just thrown him out. Uh, collaboration and not competition. Um, I think that is very instructive, you know. Um, there's a lot of leaders, um, you know, they, they, they don't realize that, you know, there's power in sharing, power in um, sharing. Uh, you're welcome back. Sorry, sorry, the network threw you out. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. They, they can yeah. throw us out, but they can't keep us down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah collaboration not competition yes speak to that please yeah yes yeah so so you know i i i worked in a bank and when i was leaving um the last bank i worked in when i was leaving my my executive director called me and said hey where are you off to so i told it this what I'm, I'm going to run a joint venture i've been appointed as uh you know, head of commercials for a joint venture with it, between a Swiss company and a Nigerian company. So yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Now, he was like, oh, I hope you're not leaving us for, you know, I said, I'm not leaving you. I'm actually going elsewhere to create value. And where I go to, if there's any opportunity for the bank, I will bring you in. The question is, if I say, oh, look, sir, there's this opportunity, will you back me up? Because it's, it will now be an integrity issue. So, will you back me up? And he said, Hey, Collins, it's exciting. It sounds like you're going to an exciting place. Let's work together. And we did. Wow. We, we did. It was, it, was, it was amazing. It was at variance with the previous um, financial institution I'd worked with. When I was leaving, they were looking at me as competition. Like, hey, this hmm. guy is going to take our customers. And, and it was fights. We were fighting. But in the second instance, there was no fight. It was like, Okay, you're going somewhere else. Um, what can we do together? So mm. we have to start taking those mind shifts. I mean, mm. that's how alumni are created. Think mm. of London Business School. Think of Lagos Business School. Think of, um, when you think of Harvard, you think of any of the business schools. When their students mm. are leaving, they're happy to say they're the alumni. And the alumni bring a lot to the table. 
But when mm. they leave and you're looking at them as competition, you're in trouble. Mm. So the significant this the mindset of significance just is is tough to look to to absorb, but it's one that says there's enough. There's a lot out there. Mm. You know, um for people of faith, for, for people of my faith, we, we have this story that is told about the Israelites being in in the wilderness. And they cried unto God, and God provided bread from heaven. Now, the interesting thing was this. Some families had more, more members of their family. Some had less. But everybody that went out and took from the same source, the same source, they, they all took from the same source. The record has it that none of them had less than they required. They all had hmm. enough. Yeah. So when you think abundance, you're thinking that, look, this source is not going, river never runs dry. There's enough for us. Hmm. You hmm. take people who fetch to bath, fetch to bath. You fetch to wash cloth, fetch to wash cloth. Go and empty the ocean. That's what I'll say. Go and empty hmm. the ocean. If you think of that, that you can't empty the ocean, then you know that the resources are abundant. Solomon has died. He didn't go with any wealth. The rich um, Rockefeller has died. His foundation is still here. The money is the resources are still here. You hmm. will create and die. It is still here. It's not going anywhere. So there's the abundance of wealth. Hmm. But that's that's also that's also what affects significance mm. when we think scarcity rather than abundance when we believe or you've been told oh nigeria is in a recession we are one of the poorest people in this developed country you know you grow up hearing all of these things with the bbc and they're showing you photographs of very poor people but you come out of your house and you're eating these square meals but it doesn't sink in you're eating it and thinking i don't have enough it, it you know it it kills you it's yeah, I'll, I'll end. It, I'll probably end this with one story I read of two brothers. One was really, really rich, really, really rich, and the other brother was homeless, mm. a drunk, a tramp, homeless. <clears throat> so they were asked. You know, the interviewer asked them, asked the first brother, "What happened? Why are you homeless? Why are you in this situation?" And he said, "Hey, you know, my father was a bully. He was a drunk. He abused." And I'm suffering from the effect of that because that's what has stayed with me. <laughs> and the second brother was asked the same question, the rich guy. And he said, my father was a drunk and a bully. He abused me. And because of that, I said, hey, I'm not going to stay in that state. And I, this is where I am. So the same situation, the same house, the same, the same family, the same everything. One made a choice. And that choice affected his outcomes. So what choices are you making? Those are the things that will lead you to significance. Mm to mediocrity so this wow wow amazing 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 uh if you're just joining us i've been speaking with my friend and my brother collins uh we're speaking on leadership and significance you know um now i just want you to speak to this i know quite a number of people leaders that are building structures they're building you know um uh, everything revolves around them and there are also some leaders that are building people which one is the best? Building structures, building, you know, monuments, or building a movement? Which one is more, more, you know, more powerful? You know, yeah. you know, it's easy for me to say, oh, building people is more powerful. That's easy for me to say. Yeah, but it's difficult. <laughs> but, but you know, the, 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 the powerful things are difficult. Okay, think of John Maxwell. You and I are on the same team, John Maxwell team. And then think of okay. Somebody walks up to you and says, "Hey, um, first degree consulting, 
can I be, can I carry your name as first consultant and go do some business? Give me a certificate that says that you accept to that, that everything you've trained me and I'm now your person. So yeah, I'll go through the training. I'll pay for the training. I'll, I'll continually be in touch with you so that I'll learn your values. But just tell the whole world that this guy now, when you see Collins, is as good as seeing first degree consulting. To operate under you. He wants to operate yeah, under yeah. my name and style. Yeah, yeah. Use your name and style. And, and I, so I, I'm now, when they see me, when they see me, they see you. And then you do this for more than 20,000 people across 145 countries. Um, how, how comfortable is it? Uh, not not so comfortable. Say, ah, these people they may defraud others in my name, they will pillage in my name, they will do that's the thing. So we withhold power. But think of it now. John has created a movement by consciously doing this. Yes, are there going to be bad eggs, one or two? But you don't yeah. let them overshadow the movement. The truth is hmm. there'll always be people who would want to use things for their own purpose. But when you create the movement, when you create um when, when you created something that you want to share, mm. you're sharing it. Focus on what is working. Mm. And hey, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be aggressive and weeding out what is not working, but you focus on what is working. So structures are good, but can those are those structures towards an end? When the structure has a purpose to build people, then it becomes a very powerful issue. So John built a structure, and that structure is around building people. So raising people to significance, you know, that's that's the thing. So when a structure that empowers is a good one, but a structure that doesn't empower is a terrible one. Where you see every check has to be signed by Olga, everything has to be approved by Olga. You can't move far. Wow. When decisions could be taken in the field by the field officer, the field officer is afraid to take the decision and says, ah, what will my boss say? But if the field officer knows that I will take this decision, and I will stand by what I have taken, and I know that my boss will respect it. Mm. So when you take the decision and you come back, they say, oh, you, you may not have done it right, you could do it better this way. And that person knows that, okay, if tomorrow I go do the same thing and I get punished for it, at least I was given a chance today. So yeah. that begins to build men. That begins to build men. It begins to build men. I mean, we've seen an example I love using in Nigeria. It's, it's not that. Before... Dora Kunyidi, NAFDAQ was a nightmare. We, we were afraid. I mean, you take transactions to NAFDAQ and almost nothing will happen. There was a proliferation of fake and substandard drugs, you know, and medicaments in the country. Well, she came, the same people, you didn't hear that NAFDAQ did mass recruitment or mass layoffs. The same people, the leader changed. And what happened? People were empowered to do their jobs. She hmm. stood by them, they did their jobs. They didn't care that oh you had the biggest connection because this is big money. If I could if I could cut corners in making Panadol and, and paracetamol and I, and I and I I make paracetamol with less ingredients, I make a lot of millions, right? She didn't care. She didn't care. These were powerful people, but she gave her people the 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 the, the backing yeah. they needed to do yeah. their jobs, yeah. and they did. You know, and that culture has lived beyond her. Yes, we may we may. We may say, oh, uh, NAFDAQ is not making waves like before. But I, I tell you that a lot of reforms that she did in her time are still living on to this day. So that's where significance starts. It's tough. Sometimes it will cost you your life. I can mm. tell you that. It will cost wow. you your life. Not necessarily that someone will come after you. 
but that you will give your whole self to a movement. You know, that, let's say you want to pour your whole self into your children. That's your life right there because a lot of things will be... Um, sacrificed. Yeah, a lot of things will be sacrificed. It's life, you know. Um, I like to say that we're living life. It's not work life, not church life, not mosque life, not business life. You're living life. And you make the choices of which aspects of life you want enhanced. Mm. So you focus on those that you work on. Mm. And when doing that, you're not trying to find work-life balance. You're just living life and making decisions of what is important to you and dealing with them. So it will cost you something. Definitely, wow. you would forego something else. You know? Um, so, yeah, that's that's really how it works. But that's I just... Really Awesome, awesome. I just want you to speak into this. Is, is it every leader that wants to be uh, significant? No. You know, you're making an assumption that it, that uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe we even need to define what leadership is because it's not everybody that is in a position of authority that is a leader. Hmm. Being in a position of authority does not make you a leader. It just means that you have been given authority. Or maybe I can say the other way. Oh, you have been given responsibility. Maybe you have been given, yeah, the responsibility. given responsibility. Doesn't doesn't make you a leader. Or we can say that you have at that level what you have is your leadership level is at the at the entry level of leadership. You now have uh, by, po by by position you, or what? Yeah, leadership by position. So leadership by position, okay. But what we're trying to do is to get to the point of leadership by permission, where people have given you the permission to lead them. Say, oh, look, um, your name stands for something. You, what your work stands for something. Okay, let me let me let me say this. I had um, there was there was a branch I was sent to. Let me even use a more recent one. We had we did mass recruitment, so we brought in we we wanted people who had. You know, the, the same, oh, let's bring people with first class, you know, who are this age and that and that. And that. So we so we ran a graduate program. And we got, we were thinking of, uh, you know, we're looking for 10 people. We had 3,000 applications, first class, all of that, people that met their criteria. So well, imagine looking for 10 people. Yes, we wanted 10, we got 3,000. That fits <laughs> the bill on paper. So we started screening. We started having, uh, you know, interviews. And we came down to 50. Remember, we're looking for 10. So we, we now had to, we took in the 10. So the best thing is, let's take the, the 50, sorry, and run a graduate program, three-week program for them. And within those three weeks, we win them out. We got, we ended up taking uh, 20 of those people as against 10 and put them in our system. So another winning. Now, something happened. One of my colleagues at management, not management colleagues, was who assigned all assigned these guys to work with us. So 20 people was also five exec, right? Or five of us. So it just worked perfect. One of my colleagues really wanted to sack everybody on his team. These guys were useless. They were not delivering results. They were not this and that and that. It was crazy. So it was complaints at every management meeting. You meet him in the corridor and that was complaints. These guys are not up to it. Their their, their degrees are not. In fact, somehow they must have one go through the system. So it was easy to think, okay, we'll get rid of these guys. So I thought, let's do a swap. So send me your guys, I'll send you my guys. I have great guys. And you're in a sensitive position right now. So work with my guys, they're great. Bring me your guys. 
guess what? One week down the line, he was complaining about the guys I've sent to him who were working with me just fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> so he was complaining. And then I got his guys. And his guys were doing great. And I'm like, okay, so the problem is not the people. The problem is the person running. The, the leader, team. yeah. So it, 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 there's a lot of work that we have to do for ourselves, on ourselves, if we are to begin to think significantly, we'll begin to, to, trans, to transform. You're talking significance because the assumption now is that you're really speaking to somebody who's at the highest level of leadership. So we, we have to transition. We have to move from being the boss, being in that position. You know, you have to, we, we, even, we have to within ourselves consciously say, hey, you know what? I'm going to raise people. I'll raise men. The biggest resource I have is human resource. Other people. Yeah, it's no longer, it, it has to go beyond talk. Of um, now I, I just our want... people are the greatest assets. You, okay. you hear that a lot. Ah, oh, people are our greatest assets, <laughs> but you don't pay them well. Mm. Is is it just the payment or even the empowerment? You know, some people are paid. You, you know, you don't treat them well. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you can make someone, um, you know, a senior exec, and you know, not allow the person to to use his, you know, his initiative. Or the person is has low self esteem, you know, you know, uh, so many things, you know. Um, so, but I just want you to speak to this, right? Um, for a lot of us, you know, in our mid thirties, mid forties, we're pursuing career. We want to move up, you know, the ladder, and all of a sudden you get there and you begin to realize that it's not just about the money. You might be well paid, but you're not fulfilled. Um, you know, uh, Bob Buford says that, you know, all those things happen in the first half of your life. You know, there's this book of, about half time, you know, but when you begin to, you know, get into maybe the second half of your life, now realize that, look, it's not just about success. It's about living a life of significance. Can you just speak about that? You know, um, when you, when you're in the first half chasing Oh, I, I want to acquire this. I want to travel all over the place. You know, I want to see the world. I want to achieve so much. I want to be recognized. I want laurels, awards. Then you now move to the, the second half, which is you're now looking at life and saying, wow, I've been there and done that. I, I just want you to speak to that. Yes. OK. Uh, Bob, Bob, Bob Buford's uh, Half Time is a great book. I think I don't think you need to be forced to read that. Anyone that can lay can lay your hands on that book should read it now. Accelerate, accelerate, just move, move fast. So I think the thing is this is to define success early. What I what I what I know for a fact is we will all have situations we need to manage. Situations will come at you, whether you whether you have a million dollars in the bank or you have a hundred thousand or you have none at all issues would come it comes to everybody now we have to define success for ourselves early and manage that definition of success so what do you see success as do you see success as having a million dollars that's what you're going to run for and then you begin to manage everything about you will be how do i get a million dollars when you define success as significance 
and significance has meaning that okay uh, this is this is what significance looks like to me you you begin to work towards that other things will fall into place uh, let me let me say let me say this um the guys who want to sell alcoholic beverages their their focus is let me sell as many bottles as possible and when, mm. and then they now be, begin to deploy strategy do the marketing they do the branding you know they do the make it beautiful access logistics all of those things come into play but in doing so the the money comes in mm. the person who says oh i want to be in the medical field thinks of okay fine i either want to produce injections or i want to produce face masks but I want to be in the medical field helping lives. So I want to be the person in the theater. They pursue that and, and you know the money, the money comes in. So pursuing significance, um, pursuing money is not always the thing. I'll tell you this. Um, at a point in my life, I, I, I used to spend less than 30 days a year in my house. Less than 30 days. So I'm all over the place. Um, so on a particular on a particular day, I was with my family on holiday. And I got a call. Oh, we need an executive. There's no exec in the area. Please, we have this uh, emergency. Can you can you help us? I was in London at the time. So I stepped into the London office, and from there I called my family and said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I have to travel." And I left from. I didn't go back home. I left from the office to the airport. And I traveled. I didn't see my family until I got back in Nigeria. Now, when I walk back home. When I got home, uh, because I spent so little time with my family, my son, my last son at the time did not recognize me. He ran wow. away from me. Yeah. It was my brother-in-law that held him. So you know how it is when a child is moving away from a stranger? That was, that was, that happened to me. I walked into my room, you know, closed the door, wept, and I began to evaluate. Is this how I want to live? Because for me, I complain about a lot of things. I complain about leadership. I say, hey, we need to we need to have better leaders. We need to have this. We need to have that. But in that moment, I realized that these leaders come from homes. That's the first place where leaders are built. And I was the first president they were going to see. I was the first senator they were going to see. I was the first councillor, House of Representatives. I was going to be the first MD these guys were going to encounter. And I was to teach them, teach my wow. children. What, it, what what leadership really meant. So mm. I'm going to throw into the world people who would potentially impact my community, impact the country. And I wasn't taking it seriously because I was looking outside and not looking at it. I had to, my priorities changed. Mm. I'm telling you, it was a tough call, but my priorities changed. I had to make drastic changes, very, very wow. drastic changes. Wow. You know, I mean, I, I resigned my position and my colleagues couldn't, couldn't imagine that it would be such what I was doing, but I did. And, and I said, hey, I'm going to change where I live. I'm going to change the things that are important to me. Family will come first. So I redefined success at that point. But I, I don't think you need to let anything dramatic happen to you before mm. you take this decision. But I think mm. it's important to start thinking, what do I want my future to look like? And mm. how would that future impact others, mm. right? And in and in thinking of this, we begin mm. to take the decisions now, take them early and manage them. And that's that's what makes greatness. That what that is what makes people look like they're they are ahead of time, they are ahead of the curve because they've looked, they've taken that time to look. Mm. See, uh 
Okay, I'll tell you this. Many people don't think, oh, please, if you're listening to me, don't be offended, but it's just what I found. People think for us, and the system thinks for us, and thrusts on us certain belief and thought system. Yeah. So, Expectations, you, know to school, yeah. you know to get a good grade, you know to do that, get a job, maybe do business or something. But to take time to think, if I do this this week for myself, this will happen. And most times when you think in that manner, you will find that what you're thinking of perhaps has not been done before or has not been done in the way you want to do it or nobody is doing it and nobody can see it and people will think you're crazy. Mm. So it's it's scary to think. Yeah. You know, some will say you don't have the resources that you have to yeah. do that. So, mm. But I encourage everyone, think about what you want to Like, Think of the impact you want to give. And even if it's you want to make money, yes, think about it and think of the lives the money will help. I'll, wow. I'll, I'll be more useful having more money than not having money. But if it's helping people, <laughs> that is the important thing. Yes, yeah, true. Well, if it's having money, if it's help, having money for the sake of having money, or having money because I want to help others, then yeah, I, my purpose, my purpose drives my vision and drives mm. what I'm seeing. Well, you know, Collins, you have, you have, you know, spoken some hard truth tonight you know um i mean when i look back my younger self uh, i just wanted to work in the bank i wanted to work and i had the privilege you know by the time i was 28 i already had uh, you know a, a master's in property valuation and law i was already also doing also an mba and uh, i just wanted to work in the bank but when i started working in the bank i now realized that ah this is all just uh, you know it's all the hype because i wasn't even I found that I was not happier than you know the average person on the streets. You know, um, and I must tell you, I, I, you know, I must tell you that my health. You know, I was always having headache at night, massive headache. You know, then I was doing a lot of self medication. You know, be taking, you know, paracetamol, all manners, just to. But I was under a lot of stress. One of the things what was happening to me was that I was going to work. And before getting to work, I'll be so um, apprehensive. What is going to happen today? You know, what is going to happen? You know, if I'm not able to meet my target. So I wasn't my normal self. Uh, but on the outside, you know, everyone saw me looking very, you know, I just wanted to be a banker. But when I had to, um, I, I had to do some uh, self-assessment, I said, look, is this really what I want? Is this what I want, you know, for myself? or I'm just leaving because I want a tag of a banker and so on and so forth. And I had to do, you know, what I I, I didn't think was possible. Eventually I, I had to just, um, I had to resign, you know, and uh -huh. that was that was tough, you know. But I, 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 like you just said, it's not about what the environment, you know, what people, the tag that people put on us. Some people, they are not doing what they want to do but they're doing what others want them to do, you know. Uh, and so uh, living a life of significance, you know, it comes at a price, you know. Um, it's not about the money, but it's about the value that you bring, you know, to the world, you know, a life of legacy, a life of impact, a life of raising other people, you know, a generation of leaders, um, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, I think, um, it's not something that happens uh, just overnight, but it, it's, it's something that 
is intentional. When you look at John, uh, John, I mean, we've been privileged to meet him one-on-one, -on -one, you know, during our certification. And he's just like every other gentleman, but it's just because he decided he wanted to, to become more, you know, and add more value to lives. Now, um, as you begin to move uh, closer, you know, how can you build a culture of significance? How can you build it, you know, in an organization as a leader? Oh, um, it's easy to say these things. People, people may not realize the sacrifice that you had to make, even the bank, because oh, no jobs. You know, These are few. This is one of the highest paying jobs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You no, know, with all the perks and everything, so you you would be, you'll be stupid. You know, years ago, someone would have said you were a very stupid guy. Even today, a lot of young people will be wondering what's wrong with you. You had this job, but, but, but I think building significance is, you know, you need to. You know, I think you you have to start with being tired of where you are. Hmm. Really, I I think we need to be frustrated with where we are. If somebody needs to be, who's listening to me today needs to be frustrated and go home with depression, please go and be depressed. Yeah, because I'm not going to give you any nice answer. If you're not, if you're not tired of where you are and you're still happy with the shit and the mess you're in, then you're not going to make any changes. Because the purpose is what drives the action, and if there's no purpose, we just have constant, just constant movement. Let me, let me, let me put this way. Right now, there are a lot of young people who've been hired. Let me use the banks, hired by banks, and yeah like sales agents and stuff. Maybe they're paid 50000 and there's a commission somewhere. But wear nice clothes, good bank, every month take 50000 and maybe a commission based on whatever you make. So you might make 70000 80000 The guy who's doing uh, bricklaying will earn no less than 2000 a day. He works for six days a week. Four weeks, right? So 24 days. So that guy automatically is already going to earn as much as the, the banker is earning as at today. What's the difference between him and the banker? The environment, right? But I tell you that if that chap, the bricklayer, puts his mind to it, what you find is that he, he owns land, the banker doesn't own. He builds a house, the banker doesn't build. But he's still looking at the banker and saying, this guy has a nice life, right? He's sending his children to school, paying the fees. The banker is borrowing to the same. Hmm. And this guy can't see anybody's lending money because, hey, he's a bricklayer. Hmm? Hmm. But he's making impact. <clears throat> so one thing we must deal with is perception of what success yeah. is. So yeah. We want to have a lack of significance. You have to deal with the perception of success and define success. I would mm. say success is when I'm able to raise my family right and have responsible children of children who are responsive to the needs of the environment. Now, it brings me to something you mentioned, value. It also means to me that I must be valuable. I must be able to create value. I must feel the value and recognize the value. Here, here's what I think of value. Not money. Money is important, but let me tell you what I think. So I sell salt 
my neighbor sells yam and I need some yam. I go to my neighbor and say, here is salt. You need salt. And, and he says, yes, I need. Okay, so let's exchange yam for salt and we exchange. Of course, salt lasts longer than yam. So I finish my yam, I go back and the guy says, I still have that bag of salt. I don't need. But I need, I don't need salt. But I need yam. So now tell me, is salt now valuable to that person? No, it's no longer valuable. No. So I tell him that, oh, you know what? There is somebody who is owing me vegetables. Mm. You need vegetables. And the person gave me these two calories. So if you take these two calories to them, they will give you vegetables. Give me yam in exchange for vegetables. Now, the value is not in the calories I have given. The value is in what the calories represent vegetables and we do that exchange and and i think that's how money came about because something had to hold and represent value yeah for us to be able to exchange, exchange. yeah because it's not every time you need salt or pepper or yam or wood you would need different things at different times so something had to hold the value so it's what we make of it now the question is if you want to build significance for the value what mm. value are you bringing to the table what mm. is it that the people or the environment require that you can deliver? Because if you, you if you cannot start from there, then there's nothing that is good. The, the needle will not shift. Because it is in being valuable and creating value and serving people value that you begin to find significance. Hey, they mm. pay you because of the value. Mm. I mean it, I'm not kidding. But it's not mm. tough, but that's the tough thing to do. What value am I bringing to the table? You so, know, I just, I, I just want to, I yeah. just want to, I just want to jump right in. You know, um, this is the twenty-fifth session of leadership talk with Adegoke. You know, um, yeah. showing up here every Sunday, it costs a lot, time, coordination. You know, ideas, making sure that people get value. Um, has this made me more significant? Yeah, it has made me more significant. I, I could have been in my house and just, you know, uh, you know, just enjoying my children, you know, just watching uh, TV and but I just decided, let me just show up, let me add value, you know. So um, I just want to say that significance is um, a sacrifice. And it's not just one a one of sacrifice, it costs, costs a great deal. I mean, and that's why people like you are showing up. I mean, I've met you on different platforms, both in Lagos in Abuja, and you continue to speak the same, you know, language, which is adding value, adding value, adding value. Um, and I just want to salute you because it takes, it takes, it takes deep stuff, you know, to add value. It's not something that you just say, you can't buy it. You you have to earn it, you know. Uh, and it's a journey. When you look at John, John has been, you know, leading us. Um, I joined the team in 2014. Uh, this is uh, 2021, seven years now. Uh, it's been adding so much content. You also joined, you know, I'm sure years back. And, uh, but you've continued to show up, you know. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, and, you know, it's not a popular, it's not a popularity uh, contest because, you know, that's why you see some people who show up and just uh, fizzle out and say, look, I'm not getting the money. I won't do anything for you. <laughs> I want you to speak to that. Yeah, please. Yeah, you see, the, the truth is, okay, what you've been doing here over the weeks, people pay for this series. 
one way or another, they pay for these things to get. But you, you bring people here who ordinarily um, should, someone should be paying to access, and then you know you 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 make them spill their guts, and others get it for free. So, so you really should be running a program and say, hey, look, this is this this program is what I'm running, and I'm bringing ABCD. Subscribe, and then we're going to run. Oh, this Grand Grand Cardone is doing. Uh, John Maxwell is doing. Uh, Robin. Um, Tony Robbins. All the big. Oh, yeah, Tony is doing it. I mean, we have our guys here doing doing the same thing. But you've been giving this thing for free, I, not just giving it for free, because some people think that free means low quality. No, 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 not necessarily. So you've been giving, and you've been giving your heart out looking for the best best showcase on this program. And I think it's about time you stepped it up a notch because look, even if it's 10 people who really appreciate it, the, the thing about significance and impact, there's not everybody that jumps on the bandwagon. Mm. There's what I call the J, the, J, the J marketing system. The J marketing system stems from someone, one of my mentors that I, that I really love. What he did was find 12 guys and he poured his life into those 12. Those 12 brought in another that were called the 70. So from the 12 to the 70, and then you now had the multitude. The multitude will come to take. They seldom came to give. The multitude will easily disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could easily yeah. disappear. Any small thing will take the multitude away. So the yeah. game marketing system, <clears throat> we realize that there's the multitude. Those guys will come. They'll come for the premiums, but they will never really, really be impacted. And mm. we, you, you, a life of significance is a life that recognizes where Need to put in your your resources because resources mm. will not always be so many as to take on everyone but the one yeah. you have you deploy it in a way that it makes most impact and that's called leverage so as a banker you know that you leverage mm. that. Mm. so you know you you so when you pour into your 12 your 12 are the ones who are responsible for the 70 so what you're doing yeah, is full soldiers, yeah. To do the 70, and yeah. they now go out and do the multitude so if you if you do start Paying. Uh, sorry, anyone who's listening to me and getting upset. <laughs> yeah, letting the cat out of the bag. <laughs> let, them, let, them, let them get upset. But yeah, but yeah, as I said, I'm not here to make anybody happy. I'm just if you need to be upset and depressed, so be it. But that may be the place of turning. That may be the, the turning point. Because when you think of it and say, look, I must continue to get this value to transform my life. Because it's not everything that you have received that you have utilized. The one that you utilize more works for you. Like some of the some of the, the, the men at uh, some some men in my life will say it's not the anointing oil that makes Now you will believe the anointing oil. What you believe yeah. work. So, so, so we would we significance doesn't also mean a crowd at the first instance. Mm. Impact doesn't always mean a crowd at the first instance. Mm. And and that's that's one thing we have to recognize that it may start with one, mm. but being able to point to one. If I have mm. one person. Yeah. That one person pours into another. Oh, yeah. That other pours into another. That is now where it multiplies. So the power of one. we have to be willing to pour into one. Mm. There's a power, there's power in one. There's power in one. So at every point in time, like right now, I'm just talking to one person. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not I know. To all I know. Who, who I know. Who are, who are listening. <laughs> just if that one person listens, takes it, runs with it, and makes impact, yeah. they would it would be great. There's only one Dangote. There's only one De Beers. There's only one John Maxwell. 
right? There's there's no every country has most well, most countries have just one president. So you don't have too many. So that shows you that one is powerful. Mm. And the one I want you to believe in that make anything significant and transformative is yeah. you. The one mm. that you that is listening to me now. Mm. You're mm. the one that needs to make the change. You're the one that has the power to transform things and make Amazing. things happen. And I want you to take it and run with it. Amazing. 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 Wow. Well, I wish I could have kept you here all day, but you know, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm sure your wife would, would say, I thought you said this program is for one hour, you know, we're almost getting to it, you know. But uh, I just like uh, your person. You're very authentic. Uh, Collins, uh, just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on showing up and adding value. Um, I remember when you hosted my wife and I, you know, in the hotel uh, in VI Lagos, I mean, you received us, so you treated us like uh, royalty, you know. It was just, uh, I think it was a Saturday evening, you came for an export training program uh, a few years back, and uh, it was amazing. Uh, I just want to salute you, and I know that you're going places, so uh, just remember me, you know, in your prayers as well, so that, you know, we show up more often together. Uh, I believe that even where we sit right now, you know, uh, there's a lot of opportunities uh that's available to us but you know as we begin to live a life of significance you you don't need to struggle for certain things uh you know because things will begin to look for you you know people will begin to mention your name you know when people find out that you are just there to add value effortlessly life begins to um you know work in your favor it, it might be you know a long journey because for someone like yourself when you had to resign your job and even for me um, it costs, particularly if you are married, I mean, it will cost you heavily in terms of resources, finances, uh, in terms of also your, your self-esteem, you know. But thank God for his faithfulness and, you know, uh, he's helped us thus far. And I believe that there's still uh, a greater um, achievement going forward. But even as we come to a close, who are your mentors? Because I know that you can't be sounding so wonderful and courageous like this. <laughs> what's the secret sauce <laughs> apart from your lovely wife and your family that you've been there there must be some people that you have uh, sat under yes yeah 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 i mean uh, you 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 and i have john maxwell as our mentor right and it's good to sit under him, the likes of Paul Marcelli and, and the whole John Maxwell team. That's 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 wonderful. That's one place I drink from. Um, but I'll tell you that my mentors have not always been people that I meet face to face. Wow. There, there are books. There are books that I read, like Bob Buford's um, Halftime. Is what, well, as I said, I, I recommend that to anyone. Go read it. You don't need to wait till you're forty to read that. But it. it so so I, I found mentors in books. I found mentors in books. I've also found mentors in the communities that that have you know, that that have been built around. Because one one thing I realized is that you don't have the monopoly of knowledge. So there are communities that that are doing the things that I'm interested in. There are export mm. communities, so they are doing what I'm interested. So I put myself in that ecosystem. Mm. Right? So there are coaching communities, so I put myself in that ecosystem because I want to learn and I want to drink from them. I have about twelve different coaches. Some wow. are paid, some are not. Yes, wow. I pay people. 
I pay people to mentor me. You know, Grant Cardone is one of my mentors. Um, I, 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 I found one of my biggest mentors, spiritual mentors, has been, has been really Jesus. I read, I read that 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 that's some guy who's. Hmm. I I talked about the J marketing system. I learned that from him. So, wow. so these are some of my mentors. A lot of a lot of books. I mean, I, one of the biggest books I read the Bible. I read. I read quite a lot, a lot of leadership books, strategy books, books on, on export, put myself in those communities. So if I were to say, hey, where should you be? I would say, okay, where, where do you love? What do you love? What would you want to build yourself as an expert in? And you first start finding that community. Find who the top 10 are in that place and follow them and serve them. Wow. Don't, yeah, wow. it will cost you something. It will cost wow. you something because wow. to follow them and, and to serve them may cost you paying for their program. It may cost you paying, for, but you would have to pay the price to, you know, to really come up to wow. where you need wow. to be. That's amazing, amazing. Collins, you're very well. If you're just joining us, I've been speaking with my friend and my brother uh, from another mother. <laughs> Collins, who wants to? Uh, is an amazing gentleman who's been speaking on leadership and significance. Um, I just want to live a life, you know, uh, of significance. I've been uh, privileged to travel, you know, you know, quite a number of countries all over the world, and I've met people. Um, I just don't want to come to this world and acquire expensive cars and clothes, and you know, but I just want to live a life of impact, raise people inspire people and that's what we're just trying to do here tonight i mean uh collins is, is poured out his heart very authentic i just want you to just share in 30 seconds something you know that you want to leave behind you know uh for someone that might be watching the replay tonight just just share from the bottom of your heart um, um. If you are at the bottom of life right now, you're tired of where you are, you're frustrated with the results you're getting, even if you're making money, but you're feeling you're feeling tired and down, I will tell you that you're in a good place, you're in the best place, you're in a place where you can start. And the reason for this is that you probably have been thinking of yourself. You know, now you need to begin to see yourself not as the victim, but you need to see yourself as the starting point, the engine room, the one who has the solution that the world has been waiting for, mm. and stop waiting and launch out. That mm. pain that you're having is actually the gain that people want to have from you. That that frustration that you're having is actually the key to your liberation. Like right? this is not inspiration. This is just truth. But you have to look at it. You have to be conscious. You have to face it. And if you do not face it, then it's going to face you. And deal with it. So deal with your pain. Deal with your issues. And reach out to those who have gone ahead of you, because there will always be those before you and those behind you. That's the much I have to say to you. Wow! Wow! Amazing! Reach out! Reach out! Reach out! And that's where the work is: reaching out. Yeah. You know, pouring yourself out, living a life of impact. You know, raising people up, encouraging others. You know, I remember the 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 story of Job. You know, when he was so overwhelmed with challenges. Bible says that was when Job prayed for his friends. You can imagine with the kind of burden he had, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of us, a lot of us, it's in when you solve other people's problems that your problem gets solved. 
according to one of my mentors, uh, Zig Ziglar, he said, you can have everything in life that you want if you help enough people get what they want. So on this yeah, note, leadership uh, yes, leadership is service. On this note, I want to salute you, my brother. Thank you for spending your time out of your busy schedule, jumping in tonight to add so much value. People are watching all, from all over the world, even the replay. Uh, if you're listening, please take notes. And uh, for those who are on the platform, thank you for listening quietly. And uh, I salute you. Thank you for joining Leadership with Adegoke. Uh, the 25th session with Collins, my brother. I salute you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for Thank joining. Have a wonderful you. Sunday evening. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much.